So he must do it at a certain point. Well, I'm glad he's getting work. That's really cool. I yeah. used to love him. Oh, he's terrific. He's the best part of that show. So now we're getting a bunch of jokes. You know, have a seat. Steve collapses. You know, I'm going to take a blood sample. Not sure how I'm going to no. do it. Hey, thanks for coming to my, I'm Alec Baldwin. Thanks for coming to my podcast, Here's the Thing. It's basically, we're going to talk about you, the thing. So here's the thing with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> here's the thing, right yeah. now. There he is, there he is. He's right there. Okay, now, here's the thing. Now, here's the thing. Come. Uh, clobbering time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. I hate that phrase, unless the thing actually smashes through the wall after you say it. Yeah. Yeah. Now Johnny figures out he says flame on and flame off. I guess we figured out the magic words, Doc. Really? Like a Shazam moment? <laughs> yeah. And thank God it only burned his hand. Otherwise, his jacket would have caught on fire. Now, when I was first watching this thing, I was like, this is cheap. We never see him fly like in the comic. And then at the end, they satisfy. He oh, really yeah. Flies. This looks like a commercial for like an Activision game. Like, you ready to beat the doctor? Do, 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 do. <laughs> Activision presents Dr. Needles on Atari 2600. What? Whoa! Look, <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Pretty funny, you know? Yeah, that's the thing with this movie. No one's terrible in this film. They all do their job. Yeah. And in this documentary, you know, they really get the sense. I mean, they each have their like personalities we got to deal with, but you get the sense from the documentary. Uh, they all were very genuine. It was going to be a step up. You see, that's Latvia and it's the castle. And that's really where they're being held. They think they're on an army base. Right. Yeah. They think they're at like Cape Canaveral or Fort Knox. Victor Von Doom. Dr. Doom is in the room. So what he's saying right now is, you know, they come to the conclusion they're going to suck out the the Colossus Tower out of the four of them and put it all into Doom. And he'll be like the uber-ultra being. Right. Oh, I see. That's stupid. <laughs> That's not Doom. <laughs> he wants to rub it into Reed's face. <laughs> Well, he wanted Reed, you know, to get killed, and he was going to take the uh, jewel from the jeweler so that he could have his own whammy jammy, steal the Colossus energy, okay? I guess he has to wait 10 years. It's not really explained. Right, that's the thing, right. Like, what's the rush now? Yeah. He should have planned to take it and used it during the 10 year. Well, what's happening right now is he kind of doesn't need Colossus because he can steal it from the Fantastic Four. Because what he's got is his own whammy-jammy sucker machine. And it now, tickles their chest and sucks out their power. Is that the same actor under that mask? Yeah. It's the guy we saw as young Victor. Oh, the henchman looking good. Looking good. Looking good. Nice turn. Guys look like Wal uh, Walton Goggles and, I don't know. It's not a screenwriter friend. What is that? There's that stupid English cartoon, like Grommel and... Oh, right, yeah, Wallace and Gromit. Gromit. I shouldn't say stupid. It's not stupid. I enjoyed it very much, but I'm just looking back on it, thinking of it now, and stupid came to mind. Well, that's because you're an adult and you don't have a kid <laughs> in the room. But, yeah, no, it's good stuff. 
Puss in Tips cheese, and there was a wrong trousers, and there was like a were rabbit bunny, and there was a. That was a good know. one. Were yeah. rabbit. Okay, so right now they're going to see the jeweler to say, We'll give you money for that jewel. And like the henchmen are like, you know, they're surrounding them and stuff. Oh, I don't know. Anytime God. these guys are around, it's the comedic moments. You see, I don't like that about the film. Sometimes Dr. Doom is comedic, like he's a goofy. Uh, monarch and other times when he's around the fantastic four he's fucking serious and he's the evil man you know you know when he you know, he talks to his minions and it sounds dopey well you know i guess i guess like fantastic four never existed in a, in a vacuum i mean i guess it did ultimately with, with the because it, it, the 60s it came out during like you know spider-man and dr strange they was the avengers and the iron man and they yeah. they had like other people to bounce off of, uh, but I guess in this movie and in the Sony movies, they just they weren't part of that universe. Yeah, that's right. It, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is made by some other film conglomerate corporation, right? Than uh, Fantastic Four. Was. Well, they've been always like teasing that they're going to reintroduce the Fantastic Four in the movies and have the guy from the Office play Reed Richards. Well, uh, I think it's actually a very good time for them to. Add, they need some life in. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because what are they, they going to do? They're going to be like, hey, uh, unbeknownst to you, I too am a super scientist, billionaire genius with my own building in New York City. <laughs> but well, I waited for Tony Stark to die. Okay, wouldn't it be neat if their first film, uh, I guess you got to have the origin backstory, but I'm saying by the end yeah. of the film, they're on like the observation side of this Thanos bullshit, right? And they, so the first movie would be about them dealing as superheroes with half the population missing or whatever. Right, maybe one maybe of them is missing. Two. Yeah, or something like that. And and do you remember that scene at the end when they're all, you know, like all the superheroes in the world come out to fight Thanos? Right. You, They could be just some boots on the ground and we see the ending scene from their perspective, you know, with them, what's over the hill? Come on, Reed, you know, and and then Sue will come back. Sue, you know. She'll be like, hey, they said this open mic was an open mic, but I, I the raffle is bullshit. They picked my name. I was like 32. I think they did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. They don't know me. It was the superhero open mic, right? Yeah, superhero open mic. And we're going to do a bucket. We're going to do a bucket. Uh, number 39, Sue Storms. <laughs> well, the first one. Bullshit. Not- first one picked was uh, Thanos because when they yeah. all came, they were looking at him, so it was all comedians in the audience. And then number two is Anthony Quinn. Number three was the Wasp. <laughs> it's a bit rigged. It was rigged. Okay, so now they've abducted Alicia, and they're like, we want the diamond, and he goes, no, it's for my girlfriend, and there's this funny scene where they pull out guns to threaten them, and then the whole room pulls out guns on them. Oh, all right. It appears you're outnumbered. So they kick them out. One of the best things about Fantastic Four was when they weren't the four Fantastic Four. There was a robot in uh, one of the animated series. They they couldn't license oh, one of the characters. Torch. Yeah, the Human Torch was replaced by Robbie the Robot kind of little guy. Yeah, it was like Herbie or like he was Fantastic Five. Mm-hmm. And also in the comics, uh, She-Hulk was a member. I don't remember that. But you should I... check out 
the mm -hmm. terrifics right the dc comic it has plastic man it has professor <laughs> mr terrific it has like uh this girl who's a ghost who kind of is invisible and then it has like this big hulking guy is that water man instead of yeah they have water man. they said the fuck you marvel if you're not gonna do fantastic four we'll do one <laughs> so they're like okay he said no dr doom so Doom was like, I will take care of this personally. He's going to get the, the, um, maybe the crystal is needed to suck the whammy jammy out of them. Mike. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about waiting 10 years. Well, yeah, but they're going to keep him in the castle for 10 years. No, right. Right now they're. Whoa, Batman. That wipe. Yeah. That was for fighting. Instead of spending the money on a fight scene, they did that. So they knocked out the guards because they're starting to – well, they don't know it's doom or anything, but, like, something's not right. Right. Yeah, man, the Fantastic Four movie with Michael Chiklis wearing a trench coat, and he's, like, in the rain in the alley, and he's, like, yeah. seeing his girlfriend with someone else. He's, like, all sad or whatever yeah. it was. It was just, like – straight out of Kirby, by the way. Oh, yeah, and he's kind of pouring rain on you. Yeah, it's pouring rain in the alleyway as the thing is, you know, going through some personal trauma. And then clank, clank, bam, on the side of his head. The cl oh, Clancy screen, boy! <laughs> See you later, Rocky! Don't call me that! Well, they all talked in that, like, Kirby Brooklynese, where they're like, yo, <laughs> We're the newspaper boys, the newsies, we're the newsy co ops. Yeah. Hey, they call me Mumbles. I don't know. They call me Mumbles. And uh, uh, my name is Flipper. I, I like to, I have a scuba gear. Everything I say is Flipper. Maybe we can go in the water. Not yet, Scuba Man. The guy, he's got his hat sideways. Yeah, right. And he talks like this. Yay. They call me the mouth. What's all we were so hard on you? The news legion boys are like, and then they go fight in World War Two because Kirby, like he had a guy like him and his partner, they they were cranking out World War Two comics, mm -hmm. including Captain the original Captain America and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, Mariner was in it. Yeah, and it was like the news boys, the news legion or something. And then when he went back to DC in the seventies, he said, "You know what? I'm going to take my old character that I did, bring him back." The news. You know, uh, preteens from the forties really got a bad rap with this fucking play called Newsies. Because now they all, you think they all sell the paper. I mean, it, do you remember um, the Baxter Boys with Satch and Moe? Yeah, and, right, right, right. I mean, those are the real, like, like that's what we should be calling, not newsies, we should be calling them, uh, what was the name of that gang? They were all in the gang. Now you lost me, man. The Bowery Boy. The Baxter, oh, the, ba oh, the, the Bowery Street. Yeah, the Bowery Boys. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm just bemoaning the fact that Newsies fucked that up for the people of that era. Oh, thank I, God. They, you mean now we can't watch the, the Dead End Street kids or whatever? There was No, the, but now, like, anytime you see some kid from the 40s, like a nine-year-old yeah. or something, you, you think the Christian Bale singing a number. Yeah. Listen, a I, miss, I miss Newsies. How, how do I know when the early evening edition is out, right? I don't. Used to be some kid would just tell me, Extra, Where's, extra. Where's the web? Someone got shot. We got a picture. Early edition, early evening edition. Yes. Oh, the early evening edition's out. 
late in the evening edition, final evening edition. The evening paper wasn't the paper of the day. It was like one extra section printed that had some breaking news shit, you know? Yeah, usually it's like breaking news and then it's just repurposed. Yeah, and second edition wasn't out every day. It was a fucking newsworthy day, like the presidential election or something. I don't know. Like the newspapers were so dense with information. There wasn't like mm -hmm. that was where people, the information all came through there. Yep. Okay, so now what we're getting is like we're learning his plot. You guys aren't going anywhere. I'm going to suck the juice out of you. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. Now, for some stupid reason, and, and the writers weren't rookies, he's going to pull the super uh, supervillain thing of leaving the room and having his henchmen do it. Oh, right. The Fantastic Four kicked their ass. He is Dude. royalty. He's not going to get his hands dirty. No, but he's got whammy jammy powers and stuff you know but they don't realize that like bob odekirk from nobody is in the house <laughs> he looks like nobody he's nobody he's mr nobody who are you i'm nobody punch me a couple of times so i could kick you back i don't know about that old man now the actors themselves were the ones who like were doing the promotion and paying for the promotion right when this thing got was in post-production they stopped spending money on it. They weren't rushing to edit it, you know, and they weren't promoting it. They had to, like, guerrilla warfare edit it on their own. And um, they, like you had said before, they went to, they did a movie, uh, they went to comic conventions, and they did this, like, premiere in which they showed the trailer. Yeah. And they were going to open it at Mall of America in Minnesota. Okay, so apparently this Avi guy was in Puerto Rico. He had a Fantastic Four t-shirt on because he wanted to make the big budget Fantastic Four film. And this kid on this on in the in the you know hotel or whatever said, Hey, are you going to the Fantastic Four premiere? And Avi was like, What? Fantastic Four premiere. So that's when he called Roger Corman and said, Look, I'll give you a bunch of money. Don't do this, don't make it. Cease and desist. Halt. And that's when Corman called it off, and it wasn't premiered. Wow. But then it didn't stop, because this is, you know, this was after Newsies, but before the internet. So what we had was bootleg <laughs> copies. And that's how people knew about it. In yeah. 1994, if you wanted to see this movie, you would go to a hipster video store, like right. Naked Tongue in San Francisco, or the, or the Other Eye, and Third Eye, and then they would have it for rent. And it would be like, this is it. This is the bootleg 1994 Roger Corman Fantastic Four. <laughs> bootleg, it, exactly. Yeah. And it would be like, it would be of this quality, if not even worse, like sixth generation dubbed. Yeah, uh, only the set. director says that he brought it to a dub house to, you know, like they would print out mass copies of stuff for the major film. He said, look, I just need two or three copies of this. He says that's probably the day it got leaked. They took it, and some co copy guy was like, cool! Fantastic yeah, Fantastic Four! four. I'm getting a copy of this! And, because they didn't have the negatives, that's why uh, the only copy that Oli had was not from the negatives. It was a kind of crappy one. But he was right. like, that's all he had, so he's like, dub this, please. And that's why it was born bad-looking. Right. Yeah, which is, it's fine. It works. So now, favor. 
Yeah. Now stupid Doom comes in the room. It's like, what happened here? God damn it. Guys, I turned my back, and suddenly there's a four logo. We're back in the Baxter building. This won't stand. I gave no, 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 no. you had one job. You had what one job. You? Kill the Fantastic Four. How can you fuck that up? I left the room. I closed the door on you. I, 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 that reminds me of Superman 3. And he's on the phone with Reed with uh Ryan, Richard Pryor. Yeah. And he's like, I ask you to kill Superman. <laughs> you can't even do that one little thing. Yeah, right. All I ask is you be in a room with the thing, a man who will burn you on fire, a woman who will choke you to death when you least expect it. So a guy who will trip you. Of- this doesn't make sense anymore in the world again. Like, they're out of Latvia, and boom, they're home. And like, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it would be like if it was, I don't know, you'd, you'd call the cops and say, Boy, I was abducted. I mean, you know what I mean? It was just, we got we got away. You're right where he knows where you. I you saw the movie. You. They were in Latvia. There was a four logo went right into the screen, and then you're back at home. <laughs> what, what, what? I don't understand. What do you want? It got from A to B. Was thanks to the number four. <laughs> so, I love that hair though. Right now, like Sue was getting all sweet saying, look, if anything happens, like she was almost about to say, I love you. You know what I mean? And he go ish he goes, Why am I so shy around you? And he goes, What'd you say? Why am I so shy around you? Shy, that's why you turn invisible. You're a hothead, Johnny. That's why you flame on. I, yeah, that's I so corny. Yeah. You're a rock hard erection, and that's why you're the thing. <laughs> you always used to use brute strength when scientific know-how would have gotten you there quicker, Ben. So he's saying Colossus took, you know, our DNA was altered. He's got the blood. He says Colossus took, like, what's the worst of us and turned it into a strength. Reed, that's such a stretch. Exactly. Exactly. See, you get it. Yeah. On the nose. <laughs> yeah. They're going to so, do the superhero. They're going to do the superhero open like this. Nobody here, Reed. Go up two times. Stretch. Stretch. <laughs> well, that's been my time. Take me to show up. Stretch, Reed. Stretch. <laughs> Stretch. Stretch. Yeah, then it up with the thing. Okay, guys, here's the thing. That's my catchphrase. So the same time, that that magazine article you talked about said it was going to be released on Labor Day weekend, 93. And I guess. Right. But in the end, the Mall of America was set for January 19th, 94. And sure. Yeah, but before they put the halt on it. Well, that magazine was shady at best, so it was always interesting to see his side. Like, he got roped into it. You know, it wasn't like he knew this wasn't going to happen. It, it happened, but they I do feel like somebody higher up knew this would never get off the ground. No one well, knew going. They they approached Troma and they approached Corman. They did it because they, they had to get something off the ground. To extend the rights, and all he yeah. had to do was go into production, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a million dollars for something that's worth billions. Well, if he always knew, it's very possible. But I just think 
Oh, wait, I, I just think that uh, Corman didn't know. This was this is not our actor and it's not our stuntman. It's oh. just got right. They when they were editing, they realized the thing says, fuck this, I'm out of here. But where does he go? The next thing you know, he's with Mole Man. So they had to do a middle thing in which he walked the earth. So this is not our actor. Wow, it's a different thing. Right. And this was done after everything was shot and it was, you know, months later when they were this editing. Movie, this movie has some complexities to it. There's so many things. Yeah. You know, probably every movie does and we just never know it. This one didn't get launched and these people felt ripped off. So that's why we know about it, you know? Right. Well, part of it was like the bootleg kind of went about. Yeah. And one thing I like about a documentary is it's showing the bootleg. Ones yep. they were selling at conventions, the ones that they were selling at, at record stores or whatever. You know, the premise of our podcast is that these are movies that we just read about, or I read about, mm -hmm. and never had a chance to see. And it's so great to have it on YouTube. Absolutely. And, uh... <laughs> oh, the outfits. You guys Every like it? I ripped off the Incredibles, seven eyes, <laughs> four. No, she sewed them herself, you know. So, and and they're just waiting for Ben to come back. Now, in two thousand five, Stanley said out loud in front of a whole crowd of people that the movie was never supposed to be shown to anybody, and the cast and crew had been left unaware. He says that. Yeah, then, I know. But then, Eichinger dismissed Lee's claims, stating that we had a contract to release it, and I had bought out that contract. I was, you know, they they bought out that contract. And he says later, Lee's version of the events is definitely not true. It was our original intention to make a B-movie, that's for sure. But when the movie was there, we wanted to release it. So he claims no, and this Avi from Marvel was the one who put the halt on everything. Huh. But the but the actors still feel like it was never supposed to be. Okay, this again, this was all filmed after it was shot. That's not our actor and and I don't think they're credited. I don't know. But what we've got now is the mole man finding the thing. See, the next I'll tell you when it's back to our regular actor. Yeah, okay. From this point on, we're back to the regular film. That all so that she's, other she's forced to be the queen. Yeah. Ruler. Yeah. It's so stupid. So it just happens to be the girl, the girl who fell in love with a guy who knocked her statue over and broke it. Right That's before he turns into the thing. Right. Before, not after. Right. So she gets kidnapped by a jeweler, and then she's saved by a guy who was he met cute, but now he's a monster. Right. Yeah. Okay, so he says, boss, we got a new member. And, and Mole Man goes, no, what? And he goes, no, boss, you got to see him. The fucking rock. Oh, well, there's jewels from rock. Right? Does he at least say that? He is a jeweler. No. Nope. Are there any other superheroes or villains in this world? Uh, there's the jeweler. There's Dr. Doom. 
Well, if they made a sequel, there would have been. They were always hanging. They were always bumping the Spider-Man. Spider-Man got trapped in their escalator or what was it? Their glass elevator. You ever see that issue? In the Fantastic Four? Yeah, I think so. It was like, beat Spider-Man. I I didn't. I don't remember that. Now, I read the Fantastic Fours through all the 60s, all the 70s. And then I kind of stopped collecting because I got older and there were girls and right. you know so maybe I have like one or two from like 81 I don't know I, it did dropped you, off my uh, did you ever see the issue where they introduced Black Panther yes and it was yeah. Kirby's art very right nice. he, he says fantastic four come uh, uh, match wits with the Black Panther and they go to Wakanda mm-hmm. and he says stuff like he these traps for uh, Fantastic Four and Fantastic yeah. Four flips through them and they're like, okay, let's be friends. You, you passed <laughs> my test. That's exactly right. See, I, I found out from uh, Ancestry.com that I'm 17% African-American. And at 17% African-American, I'm not from Wakanda. I'm from like Wakanda. Are you going to do that? Then you go, think you're Michael B. Jordan's song? That was material. Clearly you knew it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I I smelled it like a half a block. I right. dropped that joke. I've dropped any joke that has anything to do with any, you know, like racy race or, you know, anything, like whatever's really inappropriate. I just don't tell them anymore. You know? Yeah, it's not your wheelhouse, man. You don't want to. It is my wheelhouse. It is. Those are funny fucking jokes to me, but but people don't appreciate them, so just don't do them. You want well, people it, to like you. It keeps things simple too. If you just like, you know, you want people to focus on your jokes and focus on, on the humor. You don't want people to second doubt or like go, well, wait a yeah. minute, you yeah. know, because yeah. of this and that. And, you know, I don't really think it's and then like, they're, you know, yeah, good, good, good on us <laughs> here at the superhero. I, open I, mic. I, 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 they I, call it the bucket system at the superhero uh, open mic, but how come the fantastic four go four in a row? Yeah. The fantastic bump, man. Four yeah, in a row. Okay, so now he's realizing, look at this handwriting. Victor is still alive. Victor is doomed. Oh, thank God, because this movie has been still going on. I now, here's Darth Vader entering the rebel ship to get the plans. Right, Dr. Doom is in the room. And he's bulletproof, we learn. And he's bouncing the bullets back onto the guys so they all die. Doom got fucked up, and that's why he covered his face with an iron mask. Yeah. And it was some kind of uh, ritual, right? And it sizzled. Yeah. You see, it's it's like the suit helps, like, uh, secrete oil on his skin or some crap. Right. Like, it, it, it's a Her- mental thing as much as a superhero costume. And in the comics, he had electricity. He would yeah. snap people. He would taser people with his hands. Well, Kirby, also, Kirby also had uh, uh, the Red Skull, who had like a mask that put on his face and sizzled his face. And it got to... Stuck on. Yeah, so it was always this creepy thing with him. Yeah. yeah. The Red Skull looked that way in the cinematic universe one. Yeah, they don't really give an origin of the Red Skull. I see the Red Skull pop up in, in Marvel comics. I'm like, why are you why are you writing comics about the Red Skull, dude? Well, he yeah. was supposed to be the enemy of Captain America because 
Hitler was part of real history, so he couldn't. You know, you would see Hitler in the Captain America comic books, sure. but um, not like he was the villain that Captain America ever fought. He always fought the Red Skull. And they threw in Hydra instead of just like the Stasi or or uh, the Gestapo. They had Hydra. Yeah, yeah, right. It's on secret force. Wow, Fantastic Four. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't like the in the sequel to the first batch. They had uh, Galactus show up, but he wasn't like Galactus robot. He was like a, a worm. Galactus was a like gas. Well, let me tell you in a second, okay? Yeah. Okay, so he's got Alicia. So he's like, "Come here, and uh, you know, I'll shoot. You know, do a lot of damage before you get here." Then Alicia says, "I love you," and that makes uh. Ben all soft inside, and he's no longer the thing. He's Ben. Now, oh, get out of here. This is the only time we'll see this in the film. You would think this would be such a plot point. I've discovered how to cure myself, something like that. Right. But no. Were you trying to make a joke that she didn't see? This is the only time she didn't see that he's going to. Was I trying to make that joke? No, I was just yeah. saying that okay. that's what happens in the film. I'm surprised that they don't um, – They it's see, it's poorly written. It's out of nowhere. This, guy, this writer's for real. Let me tell you about him. Uh, Craig J. Nevis and also a guy named Kevin Rock, which is Kevin Hart and Chris Rock married. First screenplay was Happy Together, Columbia Pictures. Patrick Dempsey, Helen Slater, uh, and right. Brad Pitt's first film. But then he got sucked into the Roger Corman world, and he wrote all these Corman films, including Death Doors. Oh, no, no, no. He also wrote on his own as a producer, Death Door, starring David Carradine and Step Monster by Alan Thicke. He, oh, I want to see that. I want to see Step Monster with Alan Thicke. I see. It maybe I think it sucked ass. Was it better than Monster in Law? I uh, no, Monster in Law was better. Okay. I guess you didn't like Monster in Law. No, I just wanted to make sure that my monster. Uh, yeah, you want to keep them straight. Yeah. Okay, so now Doom is like, hey, I got Alyssa and I got the laser and I'm gonna zap New York City. Unless you guys come to me so I can do the whammy jam. And here's what the laser does. So come give me your power. I'm going to suck it out of you with my anti-whammy jammy machine. Or I kill Alyssa and I blow up New York. <laughs> Hang up. Hang up. Yeah, doom out. Yeah, doom out. <laughs> Get the drift. Doom out. One million dollars. Bye. He didn't have to throw in that Austin Powers line. Well, I knew you. That was very funny. Actually, that's not a lot of money. Well, what is a lot of money? Yeah, right. Then they can't afford it. <laughs> so now Reed's like, I'll just take care of it on my own. It's my thing with Victor. I'm the one he blames. And then they go, we're a team. Let's right. go get we're him. family. What's going to work? Teamwork. What's going 
snowboarder where teamwork makes the dream work. All right. Uh, All right. Settle down, children. Teamwork. It's just right? a job. It's just a job. Look, I'm pretty. We're like greasing up the lens so I'm all out of focus. Oh, I don't know what's going on. This is the same set like in Lafayette. Yeah. And the Brit well, it's all it's all carnosaur stuff. You see that's that amazing. like bubbly thing they made there, that little piece of art? That's probably new, but this like four walls was carnosaur stuff. You can still see Diane Ladd sitting in the back acting. Yes. With the strings. Look, yeah. look, it's art. It's it's animated. I can't even see like it's so blurry. Yeah, it's our copy, right? Now they're inside of Doom's place. Duh, it does make. Yeah, it looks the same. It looks the same building. I mean, you know, look, if you went from New York City to Eastern Europe, right. I mean, that's a serious long ass flight. You gotta make Let's... a connection. But you're talking about doing it. As someone who watches your exploits, I just want to see the New York City corridor, and then I want to see the interior corridor hallway in the Lafia. That's it. created bullet trains. They get there in 45 minutes. Yeah, just stand on this moving elevator, uh, sidewalk. Right. Uh, yeah, it'll take you to <laughs> this building to the next. Okay, so they walk in like, what's going on? Nobody's confronting us. Right. And then he puts... Or laser beams. Right. Well, they're 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 like containment beams, and they can't get it. They're paralyzing them, and they're gonna. He's gonna suck out their power with tickly tickly anti whammy jammy device. Mueller told me to build three of these tubes. I said, "You idiot!" Four. <laughs> I don't know, dude. He told me the costs are ashing up. It's gonna be worth it. Trust me. <laughs> Why Here you are. It's the things that doesn't work. You, the boss, I thought you said the Fantastic Three. You idiot! Yeah. Here's the thing. The thing is the fourth one. <laughs> Here's the thing. The thing is the fourth one. I'm doing that at the open mic. Just kidding. You know, so now we 80s, get some serious yeah. acting. I'm sorry, but why don't you even put up the volume if you want? Now I'll he's like up the volume. talking about his crippling, you know, and why he blames them. I did, yeah, I did. Look at his hands, the way. He yes. Look at his. He's an actor. Look at that. Doom, I'm sorry. Can you take the mask off? I can't hear you. Can you take your face diaper you off. Turn the sound down again. Why? Why is you like that, Mike? Look his at me. Mouth Look, behold the monster you've made. Yeah, there you go. Why to your grave? Sorry, his mouth diaper is covering up the way he speaks, and I wish he'd take it At off. At the end of the film, they made a mistake, and they 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 didn't overdub the thing's voice with the effect, and he just sounds like the regular actor. Oh, it's poverty time. Yeah, yeah. It's during a wedding, and he's like, "Stand back, everybody!" And it's like. It just sounds like a dude. I gotta say, like, uh, in the 80s, there was a big event called Secret Wars, where all the superheroes get whisked to a magical planet. And at the end, at the end of the 12 issues, all of them leave except for the thing. He stays on this magical planet. Yeah. And he, 
and then he had his own uh, comic culture thing where he would meet like creatures that were like the Yancey Street Gang, but they were aliens. <laughs> okay. And at the end, the enemy was himself all along. It was it was Ben Grimm wearing a, a monk's outfit. That he revealed it. It's like, yeah. And then he went back. That's probably one time he was on the loose back. They redid the look, Secret look, Wars. See the tickling? Ah, it was funny at first, but now it's annoying. Right. I You're uncontrollably tickling me. I did that to you on Fish Burgers. We pretended it was yeah, a right. shock. Okay, so how are they going to get out of this anti-whammy-jammy tickling machine? Right, they're, they're getting all their superpowers sucked out. Yep, that's right. And it's all going to go into doom somehow, which is never explained. So Reed uses his stretchy pants and uh -huh. stretches under the beam. I don't know how. And then kicks the beam off of them. I was going to say, it didn't look like a secure beam at all. <laughs> like, did you check your beam? I think it might be your beam, Doctor. You're, yes, beaming to, you. you're, being, you're beaming too critically. Okay. Get them! It's clobbering time! Clobbering time. Oop, here comes so, the fireball. Yeah, Johnny, they're like, Johnny, make a... Oh, bonk! So, they, is she invisible, or is she just transparent? She's invisible. She, like, ducked out of the way, and they didn't see it. I so, don't know. Check this out. They go, Johnny, make a hole in the wall. So Johnny says, I'm on it. He goes, flame, 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 flame. And by the time they've kicked the ass of everyone in the room, the thing is like, I'll just do it. And he smashes through the wall. I, I would mention, if you're a fan of Doc, uh, Fantastic Four, they redid Secret Wars, where Doom created his own planet. Mm -hmm. And he, he keeps and he finds a universe where uh, Stu, Stu married him his own children. Uh-huh. And the sun is Johnny Storm, and the, the orange wall is the thing. It's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. That, look, they... that's the first time she's used the force field ever. Right, the invisible wall. Yeah, invisible wall. He goes, no, it's too late. It's too late. The laser's going to fire, and it's going to kill New York City. Just like Terminator episode. I don't think you were you weren't part of the fish burger. Oh, that episode? No, I don't think I was Paul. Yeah, you were off at Brandeis or San Francisco. I don't know. No, and I think I was still in college back then. When you would come home okay, so now we really see the cool ass you know, now we see the human toy. Fly. Yeah. yeah. And he's fiery like a he looks like the comic. It was well done. Um, I used to come home for like Hanukkah for uh, Christmas. Right, yeah, yeah, no, I would come down for the holidays. And you say, Carl, leave me alone. I'd be, no, we're filming content. We are making fish burgers. Let's go. Put on this costume. Well, it's something that we, I mean, I worked at a banquet hall and I had a tuxedo. And we did, I was giving uh, you a lift to work, right? Yeah, and we shot like War in the Gulf and I was news journalist and it just happened to be wearing a tuxedo during the whole thing. It was perfect. I put a microphone in your hand for my band. Yeah. In the stack was the Gulf Station. You could see the sign. You were like, war in the Gulf. It is incredible. This war in the Gulf. Shout out to the Gulf Station. 
Meanwhile, I was dropping you off, but that was before college, was it? Or you used to work there? Yeah, I worked there during college as well. Now we have the big confrontation between Doom and Richards, finally, you know? You betrayed me. The thing is, Victor stayed in that room, you know? I guess he's saying that Reed should have stayed there, too, or something. (laughs) Look at my fangs. This kid's got claws. Uh It was always like... you need this animosity. You need this, like. Rush. Now, Richard's stretchy, stretchy power just keeps punching Doom down. And this was the last film sh- uh, shot. This was the last uh, scene. Sh- I don't know if I can say that. He had to come back to do this. This Uh-oh. is a big fall. So he's like, please help me. We were friends once. Look at this, man. Look how cool Johnny is. It looks pretty cool. Now, if you know fire, it is it needs oxygen. It is uh-huh. a chemical reaction. Like it's it's turn you know, only the carbons left is it oxygen mixes with whatever's burning. There's a laser beam would go right through fire, right through fire. So I don't understand how he can stop the laser beam. It doesn't make sense. You got to give Johnny Storm a lot of latitude because in real life he would just burn everything. Yeah, be like a flame. You know, people would be petrified with that. Yeah. So if he exists, you know, you got to give him oxygen, Carl. So Doom is like, "Will you help me?" And then Reed Richards is like, "Okay." And then Doom is like, (laughs) "You're a sucker." And then his glove—he slips out of his glove. Right. Dotty Worsen slip. Made in Latvia. This way, Reed didn't kill him. Reed was going to help him. He killed. Yeah, him. look at it. look at that cold blooded eyes of Reed Richards. <laughs> this is good. Doctor Doom. So Doctor Doom died. Yeah. But you know he never does. In the comic book, he fell into a volcano. Oh, even worse. Yeah. There's some interesting Fantastic Four stories. The sooner they. The problem about introducing them in the movies would be like, geez, after 20 years of like, it's not even real life anymore. There's this big blip and all this bullshit. Don't you remember like the crawl and there was that, watch how Johnny stops it, right? He just gets in its way. This is good graphics, I think. Yes, yeah. Ragdoll. Well, for its phone day and slowly. for a million dollar budget. This is and, the fastest but, phone. Aren't you being entertained? I mean, he's all. Yeah, yeah. More entertaining than a lot of other fantastic <laughs> He's pushing back the laser beam, which makes no logical sense. There was a six, 1960s comic uh, cartoon <laughs> show, The Fantastic Four. And yeah. like Spider-Man, it had its own theme. Now look, he's in space, and there you need oxygen to burn flame. and Or maybe he's just in the stratosphere. Maybe it's just Cheetos, like it's flaming hot Cheetos. So what were you saying? The animated cartoon, do you mean the one like um the sixties? Yeah, there was it was on Saturday morning cartoon. It had a theme song. Yeah. I don't remember. Fantastic four. Fantastic four. Don't Very go Christmas, to sleep. Christmas. You're not a bore. <laughs> oh, you're doing uh hey, here comes Fantastic, Fantastic Four. four. Does whatever a fantastic should stay awake, don't you snore? Okay, so we now promise they're not a bore. 
the actor just said it with his now he's he's got his uh his worked on voice his overdubbed voice but we just not gonna go with Leslie. now here comes the worst effect of this whole film and it's at the end it looks like dr seuss that arm <laughs> well he has a job at a used car lot so he figured he might as well <laughs> lincoln they got a lincoln town car limo very oh, nice wow very nice there we go ladies and gentlemen we did it carl what you think of this movie i i liked it i don't know i don't know i guess i liked it i like this movie a lot it's, okay. it's cheesy, it's cardboard, but don't it delivers. Think, don't you think the thing's costume was too small? It looked too much like a man. Like in the cart like he should have had broader shoulders, a bigger chest, and a you know, a torso that they did what they had to do. It's like watching it's like watching guys. stop motion animation. You go, I know this is fake, but this is as real <laughs> as it looks. So I, I gave him a pass. I mean, he didn't look as bad as Michael Chiklis, and he didn't look as bad as uh, I don't even remember the other Fantastic Fours, but it's a. It's either going to be a CGI suit or a guy wearing a rubber rubber shoulders. Yeah, I guess if it was done today, it would be CGI totally. Right. So I wonder when they when they finally crank it. I enjoy this movie. I'm glad it's available on YouTube again. It's worth a watch. Uh, it definitely the story in itself. Doom is also the documentary on YouTube. Make an afternoon. Always great to see it. Last time we'll ever have to watch another Marvel movie. <laughs> okay, well, that was the Fantastic Four here on Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We hope you enjoyed it, uh, listening to it on a Sunday afternoon on our podcast, on our YouTube channel. We'll be back next Sunday. We'll be back here on Meet Me Radio. We'll be back on your podcast feed. And yes, we'll be on YouTube. Carl, next week's movie, 1979. King Frat. 1979. King Frat. F-R-A-T. Tune in again next Sunday at 2 Pacific Standard Time on MediaRadio.fm. And then please subscribe to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T, please. <laughs> and listen to the podcast on Sunday, please. And then subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Carl, thank you so much. What a great time. It was thank fun. you, Michael. Always fun to watch a Marvel movie with you. I I am just it's a it's a marvel movie. <laughs> All right, sounds good. I'm gonna go play in traffic, ladies and Thanks so much. We'll see Let's you next watch week. A full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike. this song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length
Good evening and welcome to the Gates of Delirium. With me, your host, Perkins Warbeck Twenty-Third. It's Wednesday night at 6 o'clock here in the Mission District of San Francisco, California. And it's time for the Gates of Delirium. A two-hour excursion into the joyous fringes of the progressive rock genre here on MutinyRadio.fm. Tonight we'll be listening exclusively to my favorite artist, Jethro Tull. I'm going to be concentrating mostly on the lesser-known lesser known gems of his repertoire. Tonight will be from 1970 to 1976. It'll be a selection of juicy bits. Right now we're listening to Hand Dance from 1976's Vince Wrong the Gallery. This is the last song on the second side, as a matter of fact. Often overlooked. Not here at the Gates of Delirium, where we plumb the depths of the Progressive Rock Archive. Once again, my name is Perkins Warbeck, the 23rd. I'll be your host this evening. We're going to move on with our first selection this evening. This is from the Benefit album, And the Mouse Police Never Sleeps. You are listening to MutinyRadio.fm. Thank you. 
That was Looking to the Sun from Jethro Tull's second album, their first real album. Their first actual album was This Was. That was something that they did in a blues vein, because that's what you had to do in 1969 in London. Their second album was the first album which they 